What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lost Lifting Talk. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. We're not going to go into any of the science-based strategies for you inside of your nutrition or inside of your training. We're going to go into some of the mindset things and the habits that you guys should be trying to incorporate into your lives through your mindset to start creating more long-term sustainable results for yourselves. And inside of these different hacks, they're really the things that if you can get down and start doing day in and day out and put your focus towards, you're going to be right on track to eventually getting to exactly where you want to be in terms of your body composition. And that's an interesting topic too, right? Because do we ever really get to where we want to be? That's something that you're going to realize down the road as well, that there isn't that end destination for you to show up at. Do you have a goal right now that you want to achieve? Absolutely. But once you reach that goal, you're not going to be satisfied. And that's just the the dirty truth of fitness and your body composition. There's never going to be a time where you're like, okay, my body is perfect. I just want to stay here. And that's what got me to fall in love with this whole thing is because there really is no destination. There's just a journey that you are on for the rest of your life. And that's what makes chasing a better body, chasing getting stronger in the gym, Chasing just being more fit and more healthy is so much fun because there truly is never a destination. But these things that we're going to talk about here today are going to set you up to be okay with that and to accept that over the long haul instead of thinking, I need to make progress really fast. I need to be exactly where, where I want to be or this person's farther along than me. What are they doing that's different than me? No. We're going to take all that off the, off the table and we're going to start implementing habits and mindsets and thoughts that are going to set you up for success for yourself, not for somebody else, not for the person that you see on Instagram, but for you. So without further ado, let's hop into today's episode. The biggest one that I harp on with clients that I work with or just people that I'm conversating with through social media and inside of the gym is understanding that your little small mess ups inside of your nutrition and your training don't have to lead to big failures. I've talked about this a lot, but it is extremely important. So often we think that we have to be perfect in what we're doing, especially when it comes to our body. If we're not perfect with our nutrition, if we don't get in workouts every single day of the week, well, then we're failing. We might as well say, screw it. But you got to understand that you have to have balance in your life. If you can accept before you get started that you are not going to be perfect But as long as you stay persistent, you'll eventually get to where you're trying to go. Listen to that one more time. When you accept that you will not be perfect, but as long as you stay persistent, then you can get where you're trying to go. You're not going to get hit your calories every single day. You're not going to hit every single workout every single week. Life is going to happen. Social occasions are going to come up. Things are going to get in the way that don't allow you to get in a training session. You don't have to let those things be the reason that you quit altogether. It's always going to be better to do something rather than to do nothing. It's a hard one for most to grasp because when you think about changing your life and building a better body composition, dropping body fat, getting healthy, you think that everything has to change at once. 
which couldn't be further from the truth. It comes down to you just making small improvements daily, inches, just moving inches closer to where you want to be. It's not going to be the straight linear line to where you're never going to eat sugar again. You're never going to eat processed food and you're going to build this body that you want in a 30 day period. No, you're going to mess up. You're going to get off track. But as long as you accept that that is just a part of the process and you're supposed to mess up and you're supposed to lose some progress because it teaches you a lesson in terms of just being persistent and getting back on track, then you can keep going and get further and further and further to eventually start building the body that you want that you can be confident in without having to be perfect and you can look back and realize, man, I did mess up along the journey. But as long as I just kept going like I did, now I'm here. And that goes for every aspect of our lives. It's worked best for me in terms of fitness because I've been able to realize that and then implement that into business, into my relationships, into my own mindset with myself and my own self-thoughts. You can extract these types of things and take it and put it into other areas, which can become extremely powerful. So that is the biggest one. You have to stop letting small mess-ups turn into big failures, except before you get started that you will mess up along the way. So instead of letting that be your roadblock, you've already expected it. So you can just go around it, get back on track, and start doing the things that you need to do to eventually end up where you wanna be. The next one is to stop relying on motivation and letting that be your excuse to quit. This is another one. As you get started, even if you've already started today, if you're on your journey and you're struggling with this one, Accept today that you are not always going to be motivated. When I get on the phone with people that I'm talking with that are potentially going to work with me or let's say they sign up and we're getting started, motivation is at an all-time high. They've just invested in themselves. They're ready to roll. They're going to do everything perfectly. The first conversation that I have with them in their welcome video that I send over with their welcome packets, walking them through their training and their nutrition, the biggest thing that I touch on in that video usually is that all of this motivation that you feel right now and all of this drive to be perfect with everything that you feel right now, you have to accept today that this is all going to go away. You're not going to be motivated in three or four weeks. You're not going to be perfect for four weeks straight. If you can accept that today, then when motivation does vanish, instead of you just using it as an excuse, you're prepared for it. You've accepted that and you just keep pushing forward. That's the funny thing about motivation is it comes and it goes. But when it leaves, the only way to get re-motivated is to continue doing the things that you need to while you're not motivated. I've been training and watching my nutrition for the last 10 years or so at this point. There's times where I'm super motivated and there's times where I don't wanna do a damn thing. Today, in my training session, I got through my deadlift portion of my training session today. Somebody stopped me and had like a 10-minute conversation with me, one of my members in my gym. And afterwards, I looked at myself. I was like, I could just say whatever and not finish all of my accessory work and my isolation work and and just call it quits. My deloads this upcoming week anyway. This is my last week before the deload. I could just stop now and be totally fine. Motivation was gone. But then as I started having those thoughts and I was actually having this conversation back and forth with myself, I had to eventually say, Quit being, excuse my French here, quit being a little bitch. Finish what you've set out to do. 
your mind's going to play tricks on you. It's going to give you an out all the time. You're always going to have an out. You're always going to find some sort of an excuse that validates why you quit or why you stop something. Again, accept that today. There's going to be that inner bitch inside of you that's going to tell you that you can quit. You're validated in not finishing or following through with what you said because this happened or because X said this or because I didn't lose weight this week, so now I'm not motivated, so I'm not even going to try it all. No. Accept that on day one. Prepare for it. Know that it's coming because it is going to come. You are not going to be motivated throughout the entire process. So when it does happen, motivation's gone. You're giving yourself excuses, telling yourself why you can quit. Just remember, don't listen to the inner bitch inside of your head. I had to fight through it. And it's a, it's a skill that you learn over time. You're not always going to be perfect with this. There's going to be times where you give in. But as long as you can stay self-aware and realize the times that you did give in and quit and whatever it is, and accept that, okay, I'll do better next time instead of continuing to give yourself excuses, then you can start fighting through it. Just like today when I told myself that I could just quit. I was giving myself that excuse. I've been in that situation many times before, and so I was aware enough of myself to realize that if I finish this and just finish the workout instead of just quitting on it and going into my deload, I'll feel so much better about myself I'll show up better for those around me. I'll be more confident in myself. I'll be happier and I'll be more fulfilled because I stuck to the program and did what I was supposed to do, regardless of how I felt in that moment of actually doing it. Because I'll be honest, I didn't want to do it. As I was still doing it, I didn't really want to do it. But at the end of the day, I did it. And what that does is it builds more self-respect. It builds more self-confidence. It builds resiliency. All things that you need to reach your goals in the long run and become successful in whatever it is that you want to do. So at the end of the day, when you get started or if you've already started and you're relying on motivation now, have that hard conversation. What are you going to do when that motivation is not there? Because it's guaranteed not to be there. Nobody reached their goals and, and built their dreams through sheer motivation. You have to develop discipline. You have to develop that self-awareness to be able to understand when your mind is being a little bitch, again, excuse my French, but that's the only way I know how to say it. And you have to just get through it. Be aware of it. Know that it's going to happen so that when it's there, you don't side with the side of you that's telling you it's okay and making the excuses. The next one is learning to stop comparing yourself against everybody else and starting to compare yourself against your past self. I struggle with this one big time too. I get on social media and I see some of these other guys and I see their bodies and I think, man, I kind of get lose my motivation because I start thinking, man, they're further along than I am. Maybe we've been training for the same amount of time and they're further along than I am. What are they doing that's different from, from what I'm doing? Maybe they're taking steroids and I'm not. Maybe that's what it is. And then you lose your motivation. It's like, well, shit. It stops you from wanting to continue because what you think you're doing isn't adequate enough compared to somebody else. But what somebody else is doing has absolutely nothing to do with you. That's what you have to remember. Somebody else's life and the progress that they're making at what they're doing is a totally different circumstance and has zero to do with you whatsoever. 
I, this is an extremely hard one because it's in our face all day, especially with social media, with your friends, whatever it may be. And this is something that I struggle with with a lot of clients. Clients start comparing their progress to others. They start thinking, what am I doing wrong compared to this other person because they lost X amount of weight in the last two weeks and I've only lost this amount of weight. What are they doing that I'm not? But at the end of the day, progress is progress. You are literally competing against yourself. When it comes to fitness, if you're better than you were last week, you're winning. I don't care if that's a half a pound lost, maybe you just got a little bit stronger, whatever it is, if there's a little bit of progress there that has you a little bit better than you were previously, you are winning. And if you can put that together week after week, month after month, year after year, people are going to be comparing themselves against you. You're going to be that light or that beacon that people are trying to get to. But you can't get there by comparing yourself against others. You can only get there by slowly beating yourself week after week, which will roll into the domino effect to you eventually getting to where you want to be. But you can't be the person that starts starts comparing yourself to somebody else's progress. You get flustered and ultimately end up saying, screw it because somebody else is making better progress than you, so it's not worth it. That makes zero sense, zero sense in your brain. I do this all the time with other coaches. I've done this. It's where I'll see them building a business. Man, they've got this many clients already. I've been doing it just as long or longer, and I don't have that many clients. Like, what am I doing wrong? Maybe I don't have what it takes. But I can tell you, week after week, month after month, year after year, I've gotten a little bit better than my previous self that has me progressing and I'm in a position today after three years of that to where I'm starting to accomplish some of those goals of being a full-time coach to others, of walking the walk instead of just talking the talk. But that only happens when you put your blindfolds on, you focus on beating your past self so that you can eventually get to where you're trying to go that has absolutely nothing to do with anybody else out there. And this last one is probably the most important one, honestly. I know I said that about the first one too. They're all super important. But this is a huge one and one that many struggle with. It's something that I struggle with for a super long time. It's something that I have to walk through with my clients and we have to build the balance there as well. And just when I'm talking with people on social media through DMs again, it's something that is always in the way and it's something that you have to learn through balance. And that is learning to view fu- learning to view food as fuel and as a piece to your social life to create a balance. I hate the term when people say food is fuel. Just view, fu- just view food as simply fuel. Now, is it fuel? 100%. Being honest, I try to view food as fuel the majority of the time. But at the same time, food is so much more than that. Food is part of being social, it's part of the events that you go to, it's part of vacations, it adds to whatever it is that you're doing. Food brings us together in our culture. So you can't always just view food as fuel or else, honestly, you're going to be the weird person. I was that guy for a long time to where if I go to grandma's dinner, she'd have to cook something entirely separate for me just so I could make sure that I was hitting my macros. But with time, if you can view food as fuel whenever it's in your control and it makes sense. And then when there's a big social occasion, when you're having a family dinner every now and again, 
whatever it may be, view food as just a part of the experience and enjoyment with your family, then you start creating a sustainable long-term result because you're finding the balance in that. For me, the majority of my week, food stays the same. My meals stay the same. In the mornings, it's generally like a protein bar or some Greek yogurt. For lunch, it's either a deli sandwich or some beef and rice. At nighttime, it's either some grilled chicken and like a tortilla for like some sort of tacos or it's, again, some beef, vegetables, and rice. Things stay relatively similar all week long. Hitting my calories, hitting my protein, hitting my macros, on point with everything. Food is there to fuel my week, to get me through my week. But then on the weekends, if I go out on a date with my wife or if my family gets together and does a cookout or if my grandma makes a meal, I'm going to enjoy that meal. I'm going to be moderate. I'm going to be modest in terms of not just going down five or six plates, but I'm not going to stress about food and having to hit my calories perfect because I know I can just get back on track in the following day and not let that small mess up turn into a big failure. And then I'm going to keep making progress over the long haul because I'm not letting those small mess ups turn into big failure. So is food fuel? Absolutely. The majority of the time, it should be viewed as fuel. It's there to help you feel better, to help you be healthier over the long haul. But with that said, it's a big part of our culture. And not accepting that, that food is a part of the experience and a lot of things that we do, I think you're going to miss out on a lot of things. I think you're going to look back in 20, 30, 40 years when you're older and think, man, like maybe I should have just let up a little bit. Maybe being just a couple percentages higher in body fat really didn't mean that much. It doesn't matter to anybody else. Nobody else gives a damn if you have abs or not. It just comes down to you. So use fuel, use food to fuel your workouts. Keep it consistent through the week. Keep it simple. Use it to your benefit. But it's okay to let your guard down a little bit, to enjoy something that you don't know the macros too perfectly on a weekend night, to take your wife out for dinner or your spouse, your husband, your boyfriend, girlfriend, Take your daughter or son out for ice cream and not stress about it. You can absolutely find that balance. And when you do start finding that balance and find ways to make it work inside of your lifestyle to where you're disciplined enough to be making progress through your nutrition, but knowing the right time to let off the gas to just enjoy the experience instead of being so dang worried about the food, it's going to feel a lot more sustainable. And it's going to be a lot more realistic for you to stay with in the long term because you're more focused on a balance than, again, being all in or all out with wherever you're at at that immediate time. So I hope that this podcast helped you guys. I hope that these different points was just thought-provoking for you to look at your structure right now. Look at what it is that you're doing, looking at how you're implementing fitness into your life and use it as maybe a reset, a way to start thinking, okay, maybe I'm going at this wrong. Maybe I'm super motivated right now and And that's all I'm worried about is being perfect. Maybe I'm trying to be absolutely perfect with everything and it's stressing me out so much because if I feel like I I mess up on my calories or I eat something that I wasn't supposed to, that I'm not being perfect, I'm just gonna lose all my progress. Maybe you're only viewing food as simply fuel. Or maybe you're viewing food as, as all about the experience and all about the culture. There's wrongs to both sides. Both sides leave you in a lonely place. There's a balance there for you to find. Maybe you're comparing yourself to everybody else and thinking, why don't I look like this yet? Why don't I look like this person? Become self-aware of yourself and your thoughts and your feelings, and then you can correct those over time. 
But if you never think about them and you never think about your mentality or how it is you're going about creating whatever result or goal you have for yourself, you can start walking the wrong line and not notice it till it's too late. So that was the goal of this podcast, just to provoke some thoughts in you to help you build some self-awareness and start taking on the right mindset so that you can do this for the rest of your life. Again, this isn't about looking X way in six months. Is that a benefit? Do you have a goal for that? Absolutely, go after it. I help people do that all the time. But this is a lifelong thing. The longer that I, I do fitness and nutrition and training and I coach others, the more I realize this isn't all about having a six pack or having a certain amount of muscle. Yes, all of that's great. It's awesome. But at the end of the day, this is about being 40, 50, 60, 70 years old and feeling good because you built habits that you could sustain forever instead of trying to go to such extremes and whatever that may be. So if you found value in this podcast, I'd be super appreciative if you could take a screenshot, put it on your IG story and tag me in it. That way I can repost it on mine. I'll send you a message for thanking you for doing so, as well as it'll just let people see that you're getting value from these episodes. Also, if you do have a little bit of time, I'd be super appreciative if you could leave a review for the podcast down below. If you could leave it a star rating as well as a written review, it just helps me be able to grow the podcast through the Apple ranks. The only way for your podcast to be able to grow is to get it in front of other people's eyes. That comes through reviews. That comes from you sharing it on other platforms. So I really do appreciate you guys. Have a great rest of your day.